based intentions. When we open to create with the soul, we open to work with the limitless energy of creation. And creation energy, the universe, is expansive in nature. It wants to become more through us and in harmony with all things. So the soul's intentions are going to reflect this universal flow. Your soul's intentions or desires will be based in collaboration, service, upliftment, expansion, growth, healing, remembrance, unconditional fulfillment, so empowerment, and a movement towards oneness consciousness. Hello, Jema. It is Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And oh, today you are all in for a treat, as my dear friend Brie Melanson, who has been on the podcast perhaps more than anyone else, <laughs> is here again. This time to share two powerful soul messages and two of her channeling transmissions. So. That's an honor. And anyway, Brie is a international breathwork facilitator and channeler, and her mastery lies in her grounded approach to unlocking the mysticism in quantum healing, offering accessible framework and step-by-step -step processes to things like psychic development, self-healing, and manifestation. And Brie is the co-host of this year's Your Own Magic Retreat again with me for the third time, which I'm so thankful for as she is the true force and power behind the retreats because it is just wild what transforms within the attendees when she works her magic. And I also feel like she's divinely guided to hold the space for the Your Own Magic Retreat as it's something I don't want to take lightly and she is really the real deal, true to her work. And also the universe gave me a beautiful sign with her when we did our second retreat in Sedona as right after everything wrapped up in Sedona, the lockdown happened. Like what divine timing. If we waited one week, we wouldn't have been able to do it because the world locked down, right? So we truly made it just in time and it just felt so divine. And I just know she is the one. <laughs> Anyway, and if you've already submitted your application of interest for this retreat, I did send an email last week to those who are interested. If you didn't get it, perhaps check spam or if you have a Gmail, it could maybe be in that all mail folder, which is so confusing. I'm like, why can't we just have everything in one place, not have an all mail and an inbox? It confuses me. You know, it confuses me. Yes. Yeah, so check that out. And then this Saturday, I'm likely opening spots. You'll see why I'm saying likely <clears throat> mercury retrograde but because i haven't signed the contract yet because i'm not doing that till mercury retrograde is over because i'm very superstitious like that you know that's subject to change but if, if it doesn't change then saturday those who have submitted their interests will be receiving the email and it's first come first serve when it comes to the spots and so yeah i'm excited i'm so excited and if you are still interested i can send you that email just go to your own magic slash retreat and while you're there click on store which will take you to eyesofaspen.com and if you find something you want to check out then don't forget to use the code magic10 at checkout people love the soul care planner that's a hot one some tarot books jewelry, some crystal cleansing plates or charging plates, a variety of things. 
And then as far as today's lessons, oh, you, like I said, are in for a treat as this episode is very special as Brie gifts us with a few of her lessons on soul manifestation and a few of her transmissions, which many humans, many souls have found so much expansion through her lessons. And today you get a teaser for free into her 30-day course on soul manifestation as she shares two of the lessons here. And She is reopening her 30-day course, by the way, so join the waitlist in the link in the show notes or go to briemelanson.com and find the 30-day ritual for soul manifestation. While you're there as well, you might as well browse her membership portal, which is essentially a library of meditations and channel transmissions and breathwork and tools for manifestation and intuition and so much more. Yeah, her channel transmissions, for the ones you're hearing here, she uses trace channeling, as in she, she writes what she channels and then she records herself reading what she had channeled and in the background you'll hear some soothing music so this episode is extra calming and healing for the nervous system which i believe we all deserve after this wild chaotic mercury mars retrograde experience because i personally went through the ringer it was a shock to the nervous system the universe was teaching me a lesson and then i felt like it was on my side and everything worked out but it was a scary week i must say so anyway this is truly healing and helpful and i'm excited and grateful and honored to share them with you here and oh yes oh my Gaia Brie is a tv star now (laughs) she's on Gaia Gaia series called channeling a bridge to the beyond and she is beyond brilliant in it so it's a must watch oh that was quite a handful there so time to take it easy with Brie so with all that being said I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Brie Melanson. Hello and welcome to the first lesson in soul manifestation. I'm so excited to share this content with you. Uh, Today we'll be covering how to reopen to your greater co-creative power via the soul. I have been teaching uh, belief work and intuition for the past, oh, 15 years or so. (laughs) And just recently, I kind of hit an an opening for myself, uh, which really just consisted of putting a lot of these things into practice and softening into the essence of my soul and essentially allowing really anything is possible uh, when we learn how to connect with the greater aspect of ourselves and live our lives more consciously uh, from what I call the soul. As we discuss this today, if you prefer higher self, um, if, if ever I drop a, you know, a G-bomb, <laughs> talk about God, don't get triggered have it trigger your expansion, Uh, universe, infinite. These are all just words we are using to describe the immaculate. Yet another word there. I, the last few months have experienced just massive shifts um, and blessings coming into my life in surprising ways without me having to do anything other than what we're going to be laying out in these next few lessons here 
I've had uh, massive shifts within my work um, and and a, I guess levels of of love that have come in uh, that I really don't think would have manifested without these practices. So I'm really excited, <clears throat> excuse me, to share these with you and help you to put them into practice. So before we get started with uh, the ritual that we'll be moving through in this course, uh, it's really important to get the foundation so that when you move into the free writing later and just your, your consciousness as you move throughout the ritual practice, you'll have more understanding about what the soul is, uh, how it works, how and when our ego shows up, and how to redirect. So what we're going to be covering in this lesson is what soul manifestation is and why it works. I'm going to read to you just a short channel transmission on your soulful self, the essence of you that is eternal. I will be taking some time to define the soul and discussing the two pathways to access its power, how to open to the essence of your soul, and also how to align with the perspective of the soul. So soul manifestation is the process and practice of creating and collaboration with your tether to the co-creative field, which is the soul. So when we open to co-create with the soul, we gain greater access to the energy and intelligence of creation. So in other words, we magnify our ability to manifest. So by learning how to consciously align our perspective and our energy uh, with that of the soul, we not only access more creative power, but we surpass our only true block to manifestation. We just have one, that's right, and it's the ego. More specifically, how the ego is in negotiation for its worth with the outside world. And we'll be continuing to kind of uh, gently unpack that as we move through these lessons. So I'd like to just read to you this short channel transmission before we get started. And I find that when I uh, listen to these, I, I try to really be present and open my heart uh, versus trying to understand all of the um, specifics channel information can sometimes feel hard to process, but just trust that uh, your heart, your being, your full essence is processing the information. Feel into the nature of your inherent being, and the essence of you that exists beyond the veil and weight of your identity. And breathe softly into the space of your eternal heart. And feel the magnitude of your being. The purity of your soul is the purity of creation. Beyond your woes and needs, you are full and you are powerful. When you relax into your being nature, 
and become fully present to your life experience, you begin to harness the power of creation. You invoke the divine. And as you focus your gaze upon what is from this essence, from the nature of your soul, you dispel all illusions. As you see the world before you from the purity of your heart, and you bear witness to the divine pulse that beats within us all. And in doing so, you ignite your own divinity within, only to imbue it onto others more brilliantly than before. When one chooses, either consciously or unconsciously, to live within the constraints of the linear mind alone, it is inevitable that their unfolding will be linear in nature which is to say limited by what the physical mind and body can achieve. And when you see life from the expansive perspective of your soul, life has no other destiny but to expand. And yet you cannot ask to exist in an alternate dimension and fight to maintain the one you currently live within. So why not harness this essence? Why not see the divinity in all things so that you may be free? So this was put from a, a channel transmission, a longer piece uh, that I connected with the Pleiadians and asked, you know, how manifest, guys? Give us the info. What do we need to do? So I'll be sharing little tidbits as we move through these lessons with you. So if our soul is the tether to the co-creative field and source intelligence and if by definition it is the aspect of you that is infinite in nature why not focus on aligning it aligning with it right we really only have one block and that is the ego as i've mentioned and how it's in negotiation for external slash conditional worth and well-being but the ego is meant to create with and not from, right? It's the, the vehicle for our soul's expansion. When we are suffering, we are coming from the illusion that we are the ego alone, that we are form alone. And I always kind of giggle thinking the universe will be like, oh, they'll get it. It'll feel that. So then they'll go the other way. They'll understand. It's not the, it doesn't feel like the life force of creation. <laughs> Sometimes we just go harder, right? So when we are in discord, and again, we'll be discussing this as we progress through the lessons, um, we are under the illusion that we are form alone, right? And we are looking to the outside world to identify who we are and our worth. Totally wrong way, right? So in order to surpass our subconscious blocks, uh, we have to align with the aspect of us that is unconditional and infinite in nature. Uh, and when I discuss the, the word unconditional, a lot of times I, I like to think of uh, replacing that with the essence of, of truth, of truth that is harmonious, that applies to all things. And when I think about the intelligence of creation, I think of how it works in harmony with all things. And so in essence, uh, 
what is true is true for all. And we'll be discussing more about uh, the unconditional and, and how to align with the essence um, of us that that is unconditioned. So all of our suffering really is in direct relation to how much we are leading from our ego, our conditioned self, from our conditioning, right? Our fake news. And again, that is why it feels so bad. That doesn't mean that we don't experience pain. That doesn't mean that there isn't beauty in all the feeling. It's just a hot tip. It's just, okay, I know I'm coming from this aspect. And then we choose. We choose which way to to redirect our energy. So in order to experience higher realities, we have to access the higher energy and consciousness of our soul, right? If we want a more expansive life, that means we have to expand our consciousness and expand, um, call in more creative energy. It only makes sense, right? And that is via the soul. So let's define the soul a little bit. Uh, The soul is the aspect of us that is whole, harmonious, neutral, and unbound by form and time. And it can be helpful to think of your soul as your whole self, so it doesn't feel as ethereal. Uh, And your ego as the aspect of you that separates. So the ego in its highest essence is the experiential vehicle that the soul expands through. We love the ego. We're having a great time, right? And reconnecting to your soul is actually so easy because it is the most natural essence of who you are. And it's the greater essence of who you are. So it really isn't the the physical that keeps us separate from our soul and the ethereal. It's really only our perceptions. So you can also think of your soul as your total being or your energetic self or your higher self. Like I've said before, the words aren't important. But again, in order to activate our greater expression and our greater creative power, uh, we have to be able to discern what that essence is and what it isn't. So there are essentially two pathways to access that soul, aka our creative power (laughs) and intuition and healing and higher wisdom, just everything, NBD. The first one is through its essence, right? The the soul's essence and, and if I may add, your inherent state of being is soft, expansive. It is harmonious and aligned with the current of creation. Your natural state of being is these is are these things. Uh, if you've done my breath work before, there is that you know, that state of real peace and expansiveness that it is embodied, that is your inherent state of being. That's how we should be rolling <laughs> through life. And it's okay that we get jolted around. This is this is how we learn. But by nurturing your inherent desires, your flow state, and your inner harmony, you begin to naturally open and realign to the presence that is your soul. So I was talking about earlier um, through, you know, the the ritual practice that I was doing, which is essentially what we'll be doing in this course and my understanding of uh, the soul's perspective in essence, that is what really broke things wild, op- 
wide open. It was wild open too. <laughs> um, and so the second, the second way uh, or access point is through our perspective. And this one gets greatly underestimated. Uh, I, when we align with the soul's perspective, we open up to its wisdom um, and also, you know, our, our inherent intuition. This is something that a lot of, I don't want to say like, <laughs> this is something that we don't always realize is that also opening to our intuition uh, means understanding the higher perspective of what is. All of our doubt and confusion comes from, again, functioning from our ego, our limited self, our conditioned self, our fake news self. Really? Yeah. So the soul works through all aspects of us. Um, its intelligence translates through our body, our cells, our energy, our mind. So we get downloads, our inspiration, uh, and our heart. And really only our linear ego-based perceptions and resulting practice behavior is what keeps us from accessing its wisdom and creative power. So by learning how to align with your soul, you also open to your literally unlimited ability to manifest, um, to activate your creative field. So as I just like throw these questions out, kind of feel into them. And later you'll, after this is this lesson is over, um, you want to take some more time to free write on these prompts. So I really love these prompts because they help us to realize that again, the soul isn't some just ethereal essence. We'd, we're not sure if we have connection to it can be very embodied and it's going to speak to and support our inherent desires and curiosities, the things that light us up. So opening to your soul's essence, um, considering what makes you feel the most alive. So I feel the most alive when I, so I feel the most alive when I'm running down the beach. I feel the most alive when I'm in front of a horse. I feel the most alive when I'm facilitating. I feel the most alive when I'm in the present moment. So what makes you feel the most alive? These are the moments when we feel more of the essence of our soul, our total being, our oneness. So when do you forget the identity exists? I forget the identity exists definitely when I'm um, really present in facilitating. I forget the identity exists when I'm fully in the wraps of love. I forget the identity exists when I'm reveling in the beauty of nature. When do you forget the identity exists? I also like to think that you know, our highest moments, it's like, where was your ego in your highest moments? It was not really there, was it? Right? <laughs> our highest moments really do bear the truth of who we are. So I feel the most present to life and in my body when I, so when do you feel really present in your body? For me, that's like when I'm dancing, when I'm, um, 
you know, engaged in physical activity, when I'm breathing into my body, when do you feel the most present to life? And exploring this last one here, my soul is the aspect of me that and the way that I would kind of support you in answering this is starting with maybe like five adjectives. And my soul is the aspect of me that is you know, uh, harmonious. My soul is the aspect of me that is um, neutral. My soul is the aspect of me, etc. And also exploring my soul is the aspect of me that allows me to, right? So the soul is the aspect of me that uh, allows me to expand into my greater potential. My soul is the aspect of me that calls me forth. Um, to my greater purpose. And I want to say destiny, but my soul is the aspect of me that recognizes the divinity in those before me. So I'll talk a little bit more about free writing here at the end. Um, but just trying these on and trusting what feels true for you, uh, the things that light you up, get you present that help you forget the identity gone get that identity gone <laughs> use it for the channel of which you really are uh, and the aspect that allows you to what so we're just going to review here a little bit uh, of the differences between the ego and the soul and again you can say fearful self loving self conditioned self unconditional essence words are are not so important whatever resonates with you so our ego is the aspect of us that separates and identifies with form and is finite in nature i like the saying the identity identifies it's always identifying with an external condition and therefore suffering <laughs> uh, and the soul is the aspect of us that is whole harmonious, unbound by form, and infinite in nature. So when you think of the soul as your loving self, you can start to understand, oh yeah, my, my love isn't bound by form, right? The essence of me that is loving. You can love somebody that's a million miles away. You can love somebody regardless of time or space. And the ego is who we've been conditioned to be from our life experience. Um, and this is, again, our conditioned self. So this is a majority of how we show up in the world is how we've been taught to be, um, the boxes we're supposed to fit in, what we've been told is possible or isn't possible, um, what is success, these types of things. And we'll be getting, again, deeper into this as we move through the lessons. And our soul is our most inherent, pure, and free expression the part of us that is unconditioned right and therefore free and i really like to think of the soul as that part the part of us that is unconditioned the soul carries the wisdom from its experiences but does not carry the judgment or the pain etc right those are from our perceptions uh, and i wrote here the identity identifies uh, and the identity identifies because it's reliant on again external conditions that are ever changing so the the ego is going to be pulled up and down and the soul is going to remain in its impermeable peace just forever shaka vibes and unconditional empowerment 
because it's based in oneness consciousness. So the soul knows its inherent power because it knows it is the energy of creation. Or we can say that the aspect of us um, that does not give our power away to conditions or people or emotions is our inherent self, right? We, we, know, we know that we are inherently whole. We need not from anyone or anything. And the ego uh, lives in the past, the future, and illusion, meaning what if this happens? What if that happens? So when you notice how the mind is always jumping from past to future, but really in the present is where everything that is real exists, right? So the soul lives in the present, in the eternal and the infinite, because it's all the same thing. So those are just some kind of perceptions to to try on and and um, to help you to discern what is present. So we're going to talk just uh, a little bit more about the perspective of your soul as we discuss. This is the other pathway into accessing your greater power, that infinite wisdom. You know, all the good, good. So you'll have a chance to explore these more deeply. Um, but as we, you know, discuss them right now, kind of feel into maybe um, a condition that's present for you right now or something that you're kind of struggling with or wanting to get clear on uh, or create. So how would your soul see this condition, right? If the soul sees things from um, neutrality, from the awareness that all that is, is the energy of creation, um, that everything is a divine expanding in form, how would your soul see this circumstance, this thing, or this person? Another way to ask that is, what is true beyond the stories you're telling, right? What is true beyond the ego stories um, of need? and limitation and lack and separation. So what's true beyond the stories I'm telling? This is one of my favorite questions that I like to free write on. Like if I'm struggling with something, I'll be like, what is true? Well, what is true is we're having a good time. What is true is I've never been more abundant. What is true is I'm always supported. So what is true beyond the stories I'm telling? The same kind of, this is all going to get you to the same place, right? So the same question essentially is how would my soul see this? beyond the stories, beyond thought, beyond the limitation, et cetera. How is this here to set me free? So sometimes, you know, it can be hard to look at like, why is this, you know, why is this happening to me? Why did God do this to me? Why is this horrible thing? Instead of trying to consider all those things, just how is this here to set me free? And which essentially is the same question as what would it look like to embody my higher self. So I talk about this in all my programs. Um, it's one thing to know, but it's not enough. It's not enough to just know the higher wisdom. That's only one step, right? All of our transformation is in the embodiment. So what does it look like for me to embody my higher self? What would I remember? What would I feel? What would I be able to do? So you'll have these listed um, 
that you can, you know, again, explore later, but these are really powerful questions to come back to. And maybe you're choosing one that you can use as you're moving throughout your life to just quickly reframe and redirect so that you can open to the perspective of your soul, which is your freedom, which is your creative power. Again, no big deal. <laughs> um, so I hope that you will really, you know, dive into uh, those questions and help you to arrive to this greater wisdom that anything really is possible when you co-create with the soul. And why wouldn't it be, right? If we want to access our infinite potential, we have to access the part of us that is infinite in nature. So even if some of these um, concepts were like, well, yeah, I know that. I know my soul is only, I want to know what she said. Try to go deeper, right? Um, I find so much power in the practice of free writing. It has really been shifting my world in a big way. There's something unique about having things move from your conscious into the physical. So your takeaways from this short, sweet lesson uh, is to just be aware of when the ego is present and when you feel the essence of your soul and consider anything that you received that spoke to you specifically that we covered uh, that may help you to realign with your soul, which is really just the essence of who you really are and what is true. Definitely spend some time on the writing prompts uh, that are included here. And before I free write, I always like to find a soft heart space, either just finding presence um, or with one of the meditations here provided in the lessons. And make sure you write on both the essence, how to align with the essence and how to align with perspective. So what we're doing here, particularly with the perspective, is we're getting used to that that higher train of thought. Because again, how are we to create higher realities without getting on board with a higher train of thought and embodying it and feeling into the energy and intelligence? Um, I'm so excited for you to dive in. In the next lesson, we will be talking more about uh, how to align your intentions with soul-based intentions. And this is really, really powerful. There's, you know, a reason why we can't just let go of negative, just let go of the negative and like bring in the positive, you know? <laughs> and it has to do with the inner makings of the ego that we'll continue to explore. So, so excited for you to dive in. So honored that um, you have said, said yes to your expansion. And I can't wait to just keep on sharing with you and expanding with you. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. 
And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. Welcome to the second lesson of soul manifestation, magnifying your manifestation power with soul intentions. Uh, this is a powerful one, and you'll have the chance to really put some things into practice and start shifting into the essence and perspective of your soul, which is your creative power, as we know, as we know. The more pure we are with our intentions, the more powerful we are in our creative and manifestation energy. So the soul is the aspect of us that is connected to the creative field and source intelligence, right? So why the heck wouldn't we want to align with our soul's intentions? And the essence of our soul, as we've discussed, is pure. It is harmonious. It is based in service. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about what drives the soul, which is also what drives the energy of creation. So really, all we need to do to access more manifestationary manifestation energy, energy is to get on board with the energy of creation, right? So we're going to be discussing uh, some really specific ways to do that. I use um, I use a process that we'll be going over in the next lesson. Uh, which we'll kind of open to in today's lesson, uh, which is the reframe. And the reframe allows us to reframe whatever it is we're looking at in alignment with what is true. 
or we could say our soul's perspective or from the um, alignment of source creation and intelligence. So, so powerful. And you'll get a chance to explore uh, a reframe on your own or the introduction to that. So what we're going to be covering in this lesson is I'll be reading a, a short channel transmission on accessing our greater power from the Palladians, uh, what soul-based intentions are and why they really work, uh, how to discern the ego versus soul-based desires, how to reframe your own desires to magnify your manifestation energy, and again, we'll be exploring um, one of your desires and reframing it in alignment with the soul so you can access more of your power and get the ball going. I mean, why heavy lift? Why heavy lift? If we can become uh, in alignment with the energy of creation, right? Okay. So I'm going to read this channel transmission uh, and just, you know, if it's comfortable for you, close your eyes. If not, just open your heart uh, to the information that they've shared when I asked, you know, what do we need to do to access our creative power? And this is something that they shared. So you are to remember that you are the fruit of the one divine intelligence. Your attitude, aptitude, and appearance are to be utilized for divine creation. When you perceive your life from the essence of your soul, you remember that you are not of this body, but in divine co-creation with it, and that it too is an expression of divinity unfolding. As you view your life from the perspective of your soul, you dilute the thinking mind, and you expand your consciousness. In doing so, you invoke the infinite nature of which you truly are, which is also to say you invoke the forces of creation that you may have deemed outside of yourself. We recommend harnessing your innate being, meaning the essence and energy of you beyond thought, and beyond the linear, doing and distract itself. And the more you come home to this essence, the more resilient you become in your energetic field. For it is your energetic field that is the causation of your reality. The linear mind is only one aspect of your facet of creation. You are given this vehicle, meaning the body, to create with and not from. You are given this vessel to be a divine creator, not to live within its constraints. It is a beautiful vessel, a divine experience, but it is not all that you are. So feel into this knowing and become aware of your awareness. And become aware that this awareness is the greater aspect of you and the greater aspect of all. And so as you return to the witness, you also become source creation. You return to your power. Is this thought, desire, or action feeding my inherent essence? Is it purely inspired by the energy of creation? Or is this to uphold the storied self and the linear matrix of reality which sustains all illusions? 
So they're offering that last thought, hot tip from the Pleiadians is coming back to looking at a thought, a desire, an action. What does this feed? Does this feed my inherent essence? Is it purely inspired by the energy of creation? Or does this work and live to uphold my storied self? And I like how they said the linear matrix of reality, which sustains all illusions, right? Or does this uphold my conditioned self, which upholds all of my blocks, right? We have one block, one block, and it's the ego and how it's looking to gain its worth through a condition, external circumstance, person, you know the drill, right? And we have one pathway to our healing, to our intuition, to our greater co-creative power, and that is to align with our soul, our most inherent essence, the greater part of who we are. So we're going to be going deeper into how to do that. Yeah, give me some of that. How do I do that? Let's do it. Let's dive in. So soul-based intentions, right? We, um, When we open to create with the soul, we open to work with the limitless energy of creation. And creation energy, the universe, is expansive in nature. It wants to become more through us and in harmony with all things. So the soul's intentions are going to reflect this universal flow. Your soul's intentions or desires will be based in collaboration, service, upliftment, expansion, growth, healing, remembrance, (laughs) unconditional fulfillment, so empowerment, Uh, And a movement towards oneness consciousness, right? Does this move me closer to, or how would this move me closer to my remembrance that we all are actually source experiencing itself? Whoa. (laughs) So when we align our intentions with the souls, we also give the universe more energy to work with. We expand our field of potential, right? So if I just want something to serve me, I'm stopping the flow of energy. But if I want something so that I can be a better service, so that it can flow onto others in harmony with expansion and all things, I'm going to have a lot more. I'm going to open myself up more to the universe's desire to create expansion. It is the purpose of all things to expand. So it can be so, why do, we, why do we do it? And why else do we do it? You want more reasons still? Okay, well, it can, things can come in better, faster than we've imagine, imagined without heavy lifting. And this is what I've experienced um, through practicing this, you know, this ritual and this foundation, just things dropping in like insane. Like, and then within a small span of time, like the universe is like, let's just hit her hard so she really knows what's going on. She can keep up that good work. <laughs> Uh, So just a a reminder that the soul's desires will be around gaining the higher wisdom through the life experience, right? It's not going to be attached to the person or the thing or the amount of money. And we're going to get more, not that you can't have, but if you can have more, you can have more abundance. Ego is a tricky thing to let go of. And we'll be diving into why that is um, in later lessons and what we actually need to let go of in order to let go. Um, But 
we're going to talk briefly here about how to just discern your desires. So when we create from the ego, we essentially introduce limitation via the illusion of separation, right? And then there's the resulting unconscious need for external worth or safety, right? It's always, the ego is always looking. It's like, what do I got to do? I call it the negotiator. What do I got to do to get that thing? It's okay to have specific desires, totally fine. But when we look to them to gain a sense of who we are or well-being or power, we create discord with our creative energy. We are going against the laws of creation, right? No thing, no one is ever going to hold the infinite nature that we are. So we're here to do, we're activating it, we're remembering, we're helping others to remember. So in addition, um, if the intelligent energy of creation is fueled by expansion and harmony and collaboration, an ego-based finite desire is going to be really hard to create, right? If it's not in alignment with, oh, I don't know, the laws of creation, it's going to take a little bit more heavy lifting. So the energy of our ego's desires will feel fixed um, and it will always be dependent on a condition, right? Um, and we're going to get more into that. So by aligning with the soul's desires, you are able to also surpass the ego's blocks, right? So we're going to feel into that in a second, but we don't have to necessarily dissect all the blocks if we are aligning with what is true um, for the laws of creation and for the essence of who we really are. So when we do that, so we align with the soul intentions, we surpass the ego's blocks and the limited linear nature, and we harness more creative potential and allow for the universe to work through us and do the work. I mean, haven't the best things in life like usually been an awesome surprise? I reckon they have. So it's, uh, we're going to just go over what an ego-based desire looks like and what a soul-based desire might look like. And you're going to have a chance to do this on your own. But as I'm discussing this, consider some of your desires and try on um, what it would look like to reframe that desire in alignment with the soul, which is the energy of creation. <laughs> I wasn't a singer for a reason. Oh, God. Okay. So example A, to become more successful in my field and double my income this year. Again, that is not a bad desire. We're just saying this is a, a little bit more ego-led, right? The soul might say that desire to become more successful in my field and double my income, the soul might say from its desire, I want to align with my fullest expression and freest expression so that I may be of highest service and collaboration with the greater collective. Feel the freaking difference in between those two. Feel the energy that moves through the second one. Example number two, to find my soulmate, to experience the love I deserve and love another. Finally get what I deserve, yes. <laughs> I always kind of make a joke about that, like 
you know, we are love. Yeah. What are we, 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 it, it's a, it is a step to know that we deserve things. Absolutely. Um, but to know the inherent essence of who we are is different than receiving something that I deserve. Yes. Okay. So to find a soulmate, experience the love I deserve, love somebody else. Soul might say to explore a sacred union so that I may more deeply understand my human potential of love and through love. Right. I want to, I want to understand the human potential of the essence of love. I want to learn through the lens of love. So much more can come in than get finding a soulmate and love you deserve. Yes. Another example to reach my ideal body weight, exercise more, and eat healthier. The soul might say to understand the highest potential and purpose of my body and therefore my own. So what happens when we get curious about the body's potential to deepen my relationship with this vessel so that I may be of greatest service to myself and others? Well, you're not going to reach for the cookie if you are in alignment with your body's true miraculous nature and deep communication with it, right? So it's also going to set you up. Um to resonate more and act from the soul when you set these intentions. Okay, last example. To live in a multi-million dollar home by the beach with views of the ocean. Yeah, maybe by a movie star. I don't know. <laughs> the soul's example. Uh, to live in touch and connected to nature so that I may feel aligned with source. So that I... Oh, sorry, with expansive views so that I may remain expansive in my mind, my heart, and my being, so that I may be reminded of the expansive nature of myself. So you can feel in each one the linear, kind of limited, more stagnant energy of the ego's desires and the openness and creative power that the soul's desires hold. I want to remind you that there is no wrong way to do this, there's only one way. And it's through. So I'm going to propose kind of two uh, pathways and essences essences <laughs> to align with your soul's desires. So when you think about something that you want to create, manifest, what feeling and or higher knowing would this manifestation bring me, right? So if I want to be in partnership with somebody, what, what will I know? What will I know? What will I feel? What will I embody when I have that partnership? What will I, what will I learn, right? So another way to kind of prompt yourself is my soul would desire this so that I may recall. My soul would desire this thing so that I may recall. So if it's money, my soul may desire this X amount of money so that I may recall the infinite potential that I hold, the abundance that is my inherent right and self. So that I, my soul would desire this amount of money so that I may know my, my, um, unlimited potential to create and be of service so that I may know the true essence of abundance. Uh, 
So we want to align with that, that versus that specific, the condition, the thing, the form. And when we align again with the soul, we allow so much more to come in. I like to use the example of, you know, when I did this, um, the ritual practice a couple months ago for the first time uh, and, you know, moved through these concepts and these free writing prompts. And really my intention, what I realized, it was to soften my heart, to open to, um, you know, being of service and, and loving through the things that I do by, by softening. So some of the prompts that I did were around, like, say, career, but they were more around my heart's desires and what, what that actually um, would look like in its fullest expression. And at the end of the ritual, I had uh, Gaia TV reach out to me and, and say, hey, do you want to be on this documentary that we're being a part of? And it was like literally with, you know, teachers that I esteem. And it was like the uni was like, do you want to cut the line, babe? You want to cut the line? Where my ego would have thought I have to do A, B, C before I can have this, this greater manifestation, right? Because the ego obviously is linear in nature. So when we open to um, and align with the essence of what we think we will get from that desire and we are resonating with it, we allow it to come in. We skip, we can skip the line and skip the line. <laughs> so the other kind of pathway and the way to look at this is how would this manifestation help me be of service to others, right? How, how is this going to open me to be a vessel for divine creation? By the way, it's why you're here, right? And this isn't always about um, being so big in the world. This might just be, you know, within a relationship, within my children, within my family, like whatever it is, um, how would this manifestation help me be of service? So say again, I want that, um, perfect house, right? I want the perfect house and it's got to have these things. And again, that's good. It's totally fine to imagine the specifics, but you want to look at, even though with the specifics, you can look at how they're going to make you feel so that you're reminded of, right? So sorry, I'm looping back to this first kind of prompt, but if I want hardwood floors, I want hardwood floors so that I feel connected to earth and connected to my body. I want a fireplace so that I feel, et cetera, right? So how does it open you to be in alignment with soul and source creation? So this other part is how would this desire help me be of service to others. So my soul would desire this so that, so even if I'm looking at, you know, oh, I want partnership, my soul might desire this so that I may release my, my, my illusions of, of what love is from a conditional perspective and open to the creative power that lives within my heart. Our hearts are the channel for co-creation. So the more pure our heart, the more pure our intentions, the more powerful our magnetic field. 
just keep in mind the ego is going to be like, well, what about my stuff? It's like, we're trying this for a minute, babe. We did it. We've done it your way for a long time. We're just going to try this other way for a second. Okay. And in this course, it's only 30 days. Give it a go. Huh? We've given years to doing it the other way. Can we afford the next 29 days <laughs> to just try this? Right. So these are two ways to flip your um, mind to reframe ego-based desires into your soul's desires. And of course, if you feel like you want to revisit what is my soul, please feel free to do so. Uh, when we are aligned with our inherent expression with our soul, we are in aligned with the current of creation. It means that we are carried. We are in the flow to receive the insight that will best fulfill our path. Um, and we are in alignment with the natural unfolding of, oh, I don't know, all of creation. <laughs> I love this saying. I come back to it all the time. It helps me to relax into, oh, yeah, I'm just relaxing in my hair and expression. There's nothing I need to do. I'm just allowing. So. Oh, wow. Um, this was a funny thing with the screen there. Okay. So what are you to do? You are going to choose one thing that you would like to manifest and reframe your desire from the perspective of your soul. When we are free writing, uh, remember, it's always helpful to find that heart space so that it can come from the heart and not the head. Remember, it'll get easier with time. There is no wrong way. Only way is through. If you're wanting to go deeper, I would recommend maybe doing the breath work uh, that we have available. Either one of them would be helpful to help you drop into the essence of your soul's presence and desires. So I'm so excited for you to dive into this. This is a really powerful practice. Um, the practice for today is really just to look at one desire. You want to go hard? You want to go deep? I love that for you. You can do the breath work. You can reframe different desires. You can get specific, but know that the practice is just a free write on one desire and how we reframe that from the perspective of our soul. Enjoy. Have at it harness who you are. And I'll see you on the next one. We'll be diving deeper into the reframe process and the beyond form method. bears all gifts, all subtleties of the heart to guide you along your unbeaten path. Your incarnation is like no other before, a miraculous exhibit of the intelligence that lives within all things. And do you not marvel at this alone? Do you not fall to your feet at the beauty that is this life? 
What if you felt this ground, stood upon it, and prayed to it as if it were the altar of God itself? Because it is. It is this beautiful. The grandiose heart of God of oneness beats here in this life. It is the very essence you admire and also the incredible power you evade. So do not work with such vigor to keep your fabricated worlds alive, for you only deter the becoming you truly yearn for. Yet when you gaze upon the world before you as God, life becomes miraculous. When you forge ahead as if it were something to conquer or restrain against, you remain lost within the confinements of a form-based, limited world. Consider if I gazed upon this condition before me as a tool for my soul's expansion. That is to say, if this were a tool for me to bridge the worlds that I've deemed as heaven and earth, which is really just my perception of an infinite and finite world, then how do I see it? If I were to gaze upon this person as an expression of God, imagine the love that would be possible. Do not think of this expansive aspect of you, what you may call your soul, as living in some other realm in this reality, this earthly life, as being less important. It is this moment that will always be the most important moment because not only is it where truth resides, but also your eternal nature. It is here. It lives only in presence. And take note that presence cannot hold all that is untrue. Just as your soul cannot hold what you are not. In observance of nature, you witness the purification that is presence. In observance of nature, you see that all things are perfectly balanced because they're void of agenda. All things live in perfect order because they live in presence. And so how could this not also be your truth? And how does one return to truth? you need only return to presence. Yet it cannot be found within the thinking mind. It lives beyond the chatter, 
It is the home within you that is expansive and still. And no matter how far you astray, how long you evade its call, it embraces you unconditionally when you choose to return. And so come home, dear one, and come home often to the essence of you that always knows which way to turn, and that holds you amongst all that is not real. Have the courage to visit this space often. What may feel like the shallowness of your heart, only because within it is a well of infinite life force. The vast expanse of the universe within you. And you cannot experience your greatest highs on earth without this tether without this anchor. This is what allows you to feel the depths of life itself. So become enamored with life and watch what grows within you. For it is an important time to awaken and to remember and begin to notice the perfection that lends itself easily on the surface. Do not see the world as crumbling before you. Instead, recognize the truth that pervades. For even in chaos, there is movement and change. There is a magnification of feeling and inspiration born. Give yourself permission to do the impossible, dear one. Your eternal nature is equipped to illuminate your path. You need not leave this physical incarnation to experience your transcendence. It can be chosen. It must be chosen. Breathe deeply into your body your vessel for co-creation. How are you perceiving this conduit, dear one? Are you using it to exchange your value with the world rather than as a tool for your awakening? An instrument to dance with the essence of life? For if you believe yourself to be merely the body, you deny yourself of your miraculous nature. You are the energy of creation. You are the miraculous moving through form. And this vessel that carries your infinite essence here is capable of its own miraculous feats. But you must honor it as so. 
so what becomes possible when you embody this vessel as a conduit for creation and when you gaze upon it as the divine force that it is and what becomes possible when you remember you are not the body its experiences nor this very small part of the greater you And why not choose to identify with the aspect of you that is infinite in nature and unbound by form? And have the diligence to reside from this awareness and you'll witness your life experience transpire in ways the mind is incapable of conceiving. For your intention was to bring this inconceivable light into being here, to shift what is, to illuminate the world with it, and by means of this physical expression. And so relish in the physical, and take note of the immaculate ways it sustains your life force here. Remember that you are the gatekeeper of your reality because you are the gatekeeper of which self you choose to create from. This is the great secret. And so gently notice how the mind fights to keep the identity alive. It is only because it is practiced. And so simply practice your inherent being. Walk in its essence. Not some great ideal of yourself unless it brings you the same reverence but know that attainment is the illusion. It robs you of your true nature. It evades your healing and your connection to the unified field of all that is. And be aware of how the mind reaches for the past or future to validate the self when all that is real is here and now. and feel that in presence your suffering cannot exist. Does this alone not assure you of its illusion? But if you were to give the mind one job to follow the heart, to listen, to heed to life force unfolding in the present. If you were to give the mind one job to simply translate the expanse of wisdom that wishes to move through you, you would know each step to take. 
Imagine what would be possible if you use the mind as your tool for ascension. To bridge the two worlds. If you used every circumstance as a stepping stone for your spiritual transcendence. If you willed your soul into being. Imagine the ways the world would illuminate for you and simply through the power of your will. Imagine for a moment your day if you entered upon it as if it were all a miraculous gift. That it was all heaven unfolding in form. And no matter how far away the conditioning may take someone, you could bear witness to their truth. And no matter how real the form presented, you could see the divine essence within it. This is awakening. It is not the worlds that you can believe in, it is how much you choose to walk in this awareness. And can you feel that in doing so, all your problems would be gone? Can you feel how you too would be able to defy the ideals of what is possible? Can you feel how available love becomes? Seize attempting to build empires for your identity to reign from. And do not fear the changing tides. And the tides that seem too big to brace against. If your eternal self is impermeable in nature, would you not find fortitude in coming home to its presence? the linear world cannot be healed by the linear mind you must rise above you must find the strength and fortitude to embody the higher expression that truly beckons you forth and so who are you really why are you truly here beyond the titles and tales, you are the healing you yearn for. You are the beauty you so admire, and the love you may have worked to attain. Your highest moments of bliss have been the moments that you have felt the truth of your being most deeply, of the expansive nature of your soul. And so what can be born from within you if you heeded to this essence 
into the spaces in between, into the vast expanse within you. What would be possible if you truly nurtured your soul? Your transcendence is a choice, dear one. The world you yearn for cannot be revealed until you revel in the one you claim. Make your spiritual progress essential, not in a linear or dualistic nature, but by the way in which you perceive and respond to what unfolds before you. Use your will to act from your spirit, from oneness. This is the path. Do not spend time worrying of what is to come, for when has this ever proved fruitful? Within your version of a utopic world, there is a version of you that can be expressed here and now. This is the path. Treat your mind as your loving servant and the body as the miraculous vehicle that it is. Remember that these are the tools for your expansive creation. See the world from the eyes of the one benevolent love and the realities you dream of will be made real. This is the path. Do not spend time evading the present. This will only prolong the abundance and bliss you yearn to relish in. This is the path. Do no harm unto others, for they carry the very keys to your unfolding, especially your transgressors. For without blame, you are free. Do no harm unto yourself. For wagering your worth with the illusions before you will only prove dire and weary. This is the path. Act from love whenever possible. For withholding it only deters your inevitable return to all that is real and true. In response to fear, we remain within its hold. We must rise above. This is the path. Everything is an invitation to a higher truth, a higher you. As you break down the illusions of separation, your perceived barriers will also fall. There is no great path to awakening. There is only the compass of your eternal heart. This is the path. 
The truth of all things resides in oneness, and the power of creation resides here in the present. So return home to presence as often as you can to feel the oneness that holds all things, including you, in perfect working order. This is the path. And what if you were to abandon the ideals that keep you from living fully in the grace of God, which is to say your greatest light, your most free and wild expression? And what could happen if you left them here, here at this crossing point? Imagine the hearts and worlds that you would illuminate. This is your will, and this is the path. Yomis, it is time for the outro. Thank you so much for tuning into the Your Own Magic Podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already to be notified when a new episode is alive. And if you have a spare moment and you feel the nudge to, it would mean the world if you left a five-star rating and review. And I'm looking forward to reading whatever your heart has to say. And feel free to say hi as well and connect with the community by visiting the Your Own Magic Facebook group linked in the show notes. And if you have any future topic ideas or a question that comes to heart you'd like me to cover, then I'd love, love, love to hear from you in our topic box on the Your Own Magic website at yourownmagicpodcast.com. And there you'll also find a membership portal leading to guided meditations by me and some journaling prompts some spiritual or creative tools, and more. And of course, feel free to stop by the new online shop for artisan jewels, trinkets, and more at eyesofaspen.com. And with that said, have a magical rest of your day. Send in my love. Jai Mat.